To the second story arc question yeah. mark of the Young Jedi Knight series. This one's actually only five books. I looked that up yesterday. Okay. It's a little bit shorter than The Shadow Academy. Right. But we're starting off on a different... This is a weird book. Yes. And I... The more I thought... So I read this yesterday evening. <laughs> Same. Um, the more I thought about it last night, the more I was like, I think this might be... In the same way that Heirs of the Force was sort of a setup for the Shadow Cat, like very vaguely starting to talk about those issues and those characters. The problem with Shards of Alderaan is that we already know our main characters. So with Heirs of the Force, we're being introduced to new characters. It makes sense that really nothing much right. happens. In this book, nothing happens. Nothing happens. <laughs> nothing. And the things that do happen don't matter. The things are baffling. <laughs> like, some characters make some bad choices. Yes. And that's a book. Right. But <laughs> a series of bad choices. No one, the young Jedi Knights. No one grows. <laughs> no one learns anything. That's their subtitle, Young yeah. Jedi Knights. <laughs> a series of bad choices. Instead of a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. <laughs> because that implies it's not your fault. Right, no. These are a series of bad choices. Yeah, bad choices. And I also feel, other than Zach, who, I'm not sure it's a successful sort of, like, growth of that character here, but right. other than him, I feel like none of our other characters... He's the only one who's even kind of interesting. Right, or, like, moving forward in any direction. All of our four main characters are pretty stagnant. Although Jaina, God knows she's thinking about moving she's forward. She's thinking about it a lot. But a lot. <laughs> it's not happening. It's not. It's not happening. I mean, I guess we can cover the plot of this book yeah, in, yeah. like, a second. It's pretty quick. So they nothing it, happens. It, which I was shocked that it takes place moments after Right. Last I thought it was going to shift like forward in time, but it seems to... Very little has yeah. happened. They're cleaning up. They've devoted, the Jedi Academy has devoted its time 24-7 pretty much to cleaning up. Cleaning up the damage from the Shadow Academy attack and they're mostly focused on trying to rebuild the Masasi temple that was the target of the bomb explosion at the end of the uh, Shadow Academy attack, a Jedi Under Siege, I think a Jedi Under Siege, and... I guess we can go into more detail about it, but they seem to have no plan. They seem to have mm-hmm. really just told a bunch of teenagers, like, go build Clean a temple. Up, yeah, and, and build it. Uh, I have not hired, like, oh, we'll talk about right, it. Yeah, no, just get the story. <laughs> so artifacts. Um, so, yeah, so they're cleaning up. Uh, Zach has been sort of in a coma on and off for, I guess it seems like weeks. Yeah. I, I he, they sent him to Gem Diver Station, also question mark, to be... <laughs> Uh, treated and then like he's physically healed but he's in some sort of psychological coma yeah much like Luke on Dathomir yeah (laughs) (laughs) some sort of Jedi he's in a a psychological coma but he wakes up and uh, he sort of briefly speaks with Jaina they have they hang out and he essentially says 
you know, I still value you as a friend, but I'm not the same person I used to be, and you're not the same person you used to be, right. and given everything I've been through, I can't just pick up Jedi training and act like nothing happened. Yeah, because Luke offered to have yeah, him you can train. train at the Jedi Academy. He's like, I need to go find myself. Yes. So, so, so Zek goes, get Zek's plot out of the way. He goes to Enth, which was his home planet. His home planet. We learn a lot more about Enth. Some baffling culture. <laughs> so, Ent's planet like destroys itself every eight on an eight-year cycle. Yeah, and it's like, from what I can tell, sort of like earthquakes, kind of. Right. So they said that every eight years, the moon of Ent grazes the atmosphere of Ent. Yeah. So it and that causes just everything that can go wrong because there's massive earthquakes, there's tidal waves, yeah. there's fires, fires that spontaneously yeah. break out, there's like a post-apocalyptic sinkholes. <laughs> so Zet goes and assists in the evacuation of Inth. Right, so this is the next sort of destruction since he left. And when right. he left, everyone he knew in his village Right, his died. parents died because they were taking too long to evacuate. Yeah, he was the only one. He was the only one who survived. So he tr- goes and assists with the evacuation, but afterwards, and we'll, we can talk about yeah. what happens a little more, he <laughs> sort of decides that this is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> well, which is, he, he's yeah, they, correct. They, the sort of leader at the time, or in this moment on Enth, was like, oh, we could really use you, you. as we rebuild again. Right, again. And Zach's like, well, it's just going to fall apart in another eight years, and I don't think I can emotionally deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. Um, <laughs> so he leaves, and that's his adventure in Inth. And yeah. then meanwhile, um, the, oh, okay, so meanwhile, Raynar, who has not been through enough, um, <laughs> I have a lot to say about how poorly Raynar's treated Yeah, so <laughs> Han comes to the Jedi Academy to tell Raynar that his father has gone missing. Yeah, born in... Born in Thal. Thal or Thul? No, Thal, because Thul would be like two Okay, so two O's. Born yeah. and Thal has Thal. gone missing. He was part of a trade negotiation? Yeah, and him and Han like were working together, apparently. <laughs> Again, like, Han's job, we don't know. <laughs> feels like a cover story for uh, yeah. something. So he, he was working on some sort of trade negotiation. He owns like a company, like a trading right. company, him and his wife. Uh, and there's... Rumors going around that he was connected to this Twi'lek woman named, I wrote it down, Nula? Nula Tarkona, um, who, and we, we get the name Diversity Alliance, that right. she's connected to this Diversity Alliance, and that he was supposed to rendezvous or, or deliver something to her and has gone completely He's just vanished. Missing. And so Han tells Raynar, just like, hey, I was just coming by to tell you your dad's missing. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. We're going to look for him. Chill out. Yeah. <laughs> it just says, you know, like, stay here. And while Han's there, Jason and Jaina say, oh, hey. It really seems to be all Jaina. Jason is just along for the ride. Yeah, in on this, this book entirely. Which, like, I remembered it differently. But anyway, Jaina says, hey, we wanted, it's mom's birthday next week. Not Luke's birthday. <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> it's mom's birthday next week. We wanted to go to... Alderaan and get a piece of her destroyed home world for her right. as a birthday present. And part of that is is they get the sense where she tells them directly that um, the destruction of Yavin for Yavin she sort of thought as a second home because of right. its, That's its role. Han. That's oh, what Han Han tells, tells so because them. of its role in, in the Rebel Alliance as a base 
It's so like, the destruction of the temple has hit her very Right. It's hard. the first safe place she went to after right, after Alderaan was, was destroyed. Yeah. So she has a lot of emotional emotions tied up in it. Although it seemed like maybe they already had that plan, but I don't know where this idea yeah, is. Yeah, it sort of comes out of nowhere. Right. So they say, hey, can we go to Alderaan? And Han probably needed to ask an actual adult, but he's the closest thing they have. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he should have called Lando to ask him yeah. if it was okay. No. Lando seems to have better instincts. Oh, yeah, so they, um, before this, uh, because of the sort of dangers that they've been in, Tanel Ka's grandmother and her mother and father have sent her the rock dragon, which is like a Hapian ship. Like right. an old, kind of an old school. Right, it looks, it looks Outdated like. Outdated a little bit. Yeah, yeah, like it looks like nothing, but it's got a lot under the engine. Yeah, apparently the grandmother was in charge of completely like. Right, which I'm going to, I have thoughts about. But anyway, so they, they now have like, their own spaceship. Yeah. Um, that Tanoka owns, but doesn't take any great interest in. So she's basically, you know, this is my ship, but I want Jaina to be the pilot right, and Lowy. chief mechanic. And yeah. Lo- so they fly off to the Alderaan system on the Rock Dragon, and Han says, you know, be back in three days. Three days yeah. Straight to Check Alderaan, in. straight back. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so they, yeah, so they get to the Alderaan. Uh, sort of like wasteland, there's just debris. Right, it's just shattered. A, the meteor, they the asteroid field kind of yeah, feeling. They mentioned that there have been uh, sort of like looters hanging around. Yeah, sort of scavenging. That people like people use it as a hideout because it's so sort of challenging to navigate. Yeah, which Han didn't consider think about at all. <laughs> um, so they. Uh, find a piece of the core. The co- yeah, like the metallic core of the planet. Uh, and and get, scavenge it, Yeah, I guess. take that. And they run into Slave 4. Right. Boba Fett's ship. And previously we had a scene with Boba Fett talking to... Himself? Mostly. Mostly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> himself. He gets, like, entirely... I mean, someone else talks to him, but I don't right. think he ever replies. <laughs> no, he gets, like, yeah, he's, he's called on by Nula to... Right. Bounty hunt, born in Thal, um, born in Thal, and uh, so we, we we get that scene earlier. So he has shown up. Um, I think with the I don't really know what his plan is. We can okay. talk about that later. But regardless, Boba Fett. Thing, this there's a lot more sitcom logic in these books. Yeah. Than there being. <laughs> but anyway, so Boba Fett. Uh, disables the rock dragon yes. to trap them in the asteroid field with the idea that he can then lure Han into right. a trap and trap. And once Han is, tra- he thinks that someone knows who Bordenthal is, okay. and he just needs to capture right, the right, right, right person. Person. So the Jedi kids don't know where Bordenthal is. Fine, I'll get Han out here. He'll know where Bordenthal right. is, and presumably we'll just keep working our way up right. the, <laughs> the chain. We <laughs> got everybody gathered in the asteroid. Yeah. Field. So they they escape. Right. They hide in a in an asteroid, and they repair the ship, and they start to escape. But then he disables their ship. Right. Again, and he's actually he's kind of mad at them, so he's about mm. to kill them, and then Zet comes. Right, saves the day. Saves the day at the last second because... Han shows up pretty quickly afterwards. Right, and Han picks everybody up and Zek says, I think I'm going to be a bounty hunter. Mm -hmm. And everyone Mm -hmm. says, that sounds good. All right. I guess. (laughs) Sure. Leia especially is like, that sounds like a great job. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You'll do wonderful. For this child. (laughs) Have a nice time. Yeah. And then they... Not Zach, but everybody else goes back to right. Yavin for only Leia's birthday. It is only Leia's. 
birthday. <laughs> and Anakin, who we saw briefly, yeah, gives he, Leia a little know. like statue model of the yeah, temple that a he sweet, made. Lovely he is, child. He is just a darling, darling boy. <laughs> and they give her a piece of her exploded, destroyed oh. home world. And and Luke says, What about my birthday? <laughs> <laughs> he does not. Say that. If he did, he should. <laughs> Luke says, you know, maybe you should be nicer to that kid whose father is missing yeah. and that you've been ignoring. Yeah. <laughs> and they say, Yeah, we should be nicer yeah, to Raynor. And that's it. That's the whole book. <laughs> Nothing much happens. Yeah, it's it's pretty uh Pretty barren in yeah. terms of development. <laughs> so, okay, so first question okay. to pick up on an earlier thread mm-hmm. that I think I might have brought up in, it, it came up a long time ago. Um, so, you say, hypothetically, you live in the Star Wars universe, right? and you fall to the dark side, mm-hmm. and you join an armed insurrection. You lead. You help lead an armed insurrection yes. against a boarding school. Mm-hmm. There, are, there are casualties mm-hmm. on both sides. Right. There are injuries. And then when it's over, you go, sorry. Yep. Oops. That's yep. just the end. I don't even know that Zach said he was sorry. Like, he... They saved their lives at the end, sort of. Kind of a little, in a very strange way. Right, like a roundabout way, by by sort of forcing them to not go into the temple by pretending to to murder. By pretending to murder Jaina. But he could have just said, don't go in in the temple. There's no reason. Jaina would have 100% believed. (laughs) Immediately and completely. Yeah. Yeah, and like, nobody is, nobody is concerned about his mental state. Nope. Nobody is concerned that this person only a week ago was trying to destroy everything they loved. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not not a concern. Nobody has a conversation. And the first half of the book is just them puttering around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah no, just be like, who could have a conversation? What would they talk about? Right. Um, if there were more, like, culture in the Star Wars universe, they would be, we would be getting sports scores and stuff, because there's just nothing going on. Right, nothing going on. It is, yeah, this first time in this book, like, I don't really know what what happened. Yeah, but but shouldn't, and I guess I don't know enough about the, the criminal justice system, or, like, is that not something that exists intergalactically? It's all hand, handled locally, and because they did this on Yavin, it's just up to Luke to decide what to do. this goes back to our questions about what the Jedi Academy is and what its associations yeah. are. Because if it's not associated with the New Republic government, which it doesn't seem... doesn't to seem be. to have a direct affiliation. It's just sort of a private... A private... I'm just... Institution. Like, I guess Lou could just say, well, this happens. Like, people fall to the dark side and try to murder us. And then they're... But then they come back and we love them with our whole hearts yeah. immediately. And we trust them completely. My... I mean, I was shocked about a lot of things. But my shock in this instance is somebody... I think a better plot or a better narrative would be to insist that because you made these mistakes, because you've murdered people <laughs> and uh, were terrible, 
your repentance is to stay at the Jedi Academy and work on becoming that would make like a Jedi, like a, some a light side Jedi. Instead, you're gonna have to deal with the awkwardness of seeing the of right. being with the people you whose have friends to you kill. Force him to help rebuild. Yeah, like some kind of like repentance for no. But Zek's life is still like a wide net positive for having fallen to the dark side oh, yeah. and joined the Shadow Nobody Academy. Anything. Everyone still loves him. Now yeah. he knows how to use the Force. Leia seems to love him more. <laughs> he's got his own. He's got his own ship, and he gets. He's got all these skills that will help him be a bounty hunter. Yeah, and he just up and leave. Like, yeah, just, see ya. Yeah, nobody. You know, Luke. Nobody says this seems like a terrible idea. It seems like it should be against the law. He gets rewarded. They join give him an, the ship. It seems like he should be against the law to join an enemy military yeah. and lead a an attack, a terrorist attack, and you know whatever it is right. on a boarding school. Right. It should be. <laughs> yeah. I. If we haven't banned that behavior, <laughs> that's an oversight on our part that needs to be corrected immediately. This also goes back to, I think, which um, is becoming more and more clear to me as we go through these books and as I think about sort of science fiction media in general, that this goes back to that Star Trek thing as well, right? That Star Trek has the federal, right? The, right. There's Star- Starfleet, right? That there is some kind of universal, right? I don't even know if galactic is the right word. Like system of justice and. Right. And- There's rules for this kind of thing. Cause I understand why, um, it would not be a intergalactic issue that Ambassador Yifra tried to overthrow the Hapen royal family, right? That right, all happened right. on Hapes. That's an internal thing. Business. But, I mean, even here, all of our justice takes place on this planet here, Earth, where we right. all live. Right. You know, there's state-level issues, right. there's federal issues, and if things happen between nations, right. there's things for yeah. that. There are systems in place for right. dealing with it. Right. If right. Someone leads an armed insurrection <laughs> against somebody right. else. And here they just like he he seems like he feels bad about it. Yeah, that's enough for us. <laughs> it's also like it's not it's systems across the board. And this goes back to my problem with sending him to gem diver station to be healed. Because first of all, gem diver doesn't seem like that big of you know, no, they just like have a couple of back to tanks. Why don't you have medical supplies? <laughs> Honey, you happened for why? You run camping. Every school has a nurse's station. Yeah, <laughs> Hogwarts. Every school. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't know. We always compare to Hogwarts, I guess, because it's also a school where kids have magical powers. Right. They have a whole hospital wing. Yeah, it's always full of children because it's a very dangerous school. Right. But at least there's they have, they have something they to do. Trying to save money or space. Like I don't understand why they don't have the basic necessities. Well, this goes back to the theory that Luke is just hoping to kill them all. It's so a whole planet. <laughs> like, down the street from here, there are, you know, emergency room places. Yeah, like, no. Something happened. Yeah. But on Yavin, you, have you don't have a single back to leave the planet. And apparently... But a gem diver station, which is like a temporary... Yeah, it hasn't even been there. It's been there less than a year. What did you do before that? Yeah. Also, I mean, this is smaller. Like, what what does a back to tank do? You wear a diaper. <laughs> you 
float around. I think it's like, like healing solution. Right, but I'm just like, what does it, he, like if you were broken leg. Why was Luke, oh, that's after Ha, after he got attacked by the right, Wampa. Right, the Wampa on Ha. He's in the back to tank. So does it heal like abrasions? I think maybe like, like surface level, Yeah. like not super deep. Although I think getting sliced by a wall is probably... Probably. I think, like, you know, you can't, like, grow an arm. Right. But I think if you got, like, scratched up pretty bad... So, like, it's... Although when he's out of the back-to-tank, Han yeah. like, makes a joke that, like... He looks strong enough to pull the ears off a gun dart. But he's still, like, all bruised up and... Right. Wait, I guess... It's, <laughs> like, all of them. all we've got back. to build on. I mean, I guess... Okay, so he had to go to the back to tank because of he was in the explosion. He yeah. got like burns and abrasions. So I guess if you were like a skin graft candidate, a yeah. back to tank I think would a back handle. To tank. Yeah, like I think a back to tank can't like cure a disease, but it right. could, if you like if you fell, you know, running and you skidded pretty bad on like right. concrete, like and you, you could jump in a back to tank, and I think it would probably heal you up. I guess I'm just, I, I just say, <laughs> I ask all these questions about back to tanks, like, no one ran a CAT scan on Zach to see if he banged his head real hard after I don't think, I don't think a back to tank, I don't think a back to tank is going to heal a concussion, no. And then, because Jaina says, you know, he went to the back to tank, he was there for a few days, but shortly after he came back right, to he, like, the planet, they say, she says he relapsed. And I couldn't really tell into what. I couldn't really tell what was wrong with him, other than like emotional, right, distress. But I don't think you can. You don't relapse like, your scratches. Like right. I don't. <laughs> no, he's like Buster Blue. He's like laying in the bed and sustained. He has like self induced coma. <laughs> Light coma, like shaking balloons, <laughs> or a nap. <laughs> also known as a nap. <laughs> yeah, I think he's in a very light coma. Yeah. <laughs> well, and apparently, like in the fact that no one's worried about his mental state is insane because Jada also says that immediately after the temple exploded, he like wandered into the river and covered himself in mud. <laughs> that was, I blocked that out. That is, yeah, he is <laughs> so like. So maybe he's just, nobody is paying attention. They're just like, oh, he got some boo-boos. Like, let's throw you on the back to tank. And nobody is like, maybe you should sit down with a therapist. Right. So like, let's not talk to Luke, because he's useless. No. But let's get someone in here. He fell to the dark side. Even just old Peckham. Like, yeah. Like, have a heart friend. to heart. So, yeah. And then he saved them in a weird way from getting blown up. Could have used his words. Yeah. Didn't use his lightsaber. Was caught in an explosion. Covered himself in mud, mm. and then I guess they hosed him off and took him to the station. Throw him in the back to tank. <laughs> in the back to tank, and then when they came back and he collapsed into a coma, they just put him in a bed. Put him in a bed. <laughs> there's no I, like no, droids like, going around. He's not hooked up to anything. That there's any medical like other than the back to tanks, which are just back to tanks, right? You don't get the sense that there's any doctors. Or no. medical professionals, droids or otherwise. It's not here. It seems like in the movies, yes, only droids are medical professionals. Yeah, I guess you don't really have like like even again, Star Trek. Tons doctors. of doctors, <laughs> so many doctors. They have personalities. Yeah, on the ship, sassy doctors. On the planet, on because the ship. you know you're going off 
off and doing bananas dance. Yeah. So like, you know what would be good to have if something explodes right. like, near us? Like, a head doctor. A doctor. McCoy would yeah. be checking you for brain damage. <laughs> Especially after the mud thing. Yeah. Bones would not. <laughs> Bones would slap Luke upside the head. He'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you, force coma. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. This man has brain trauma. Yeah. Like, we need to take him to like a serious facility <laughs> where he can get help. <sighs> yeah, so I was really concerned about everything. So maybe with Zach. we want to round out Zach's story and talk about about and I mean, <laughs> also Zach wakes up from his coma to Jason just like jabbering in his face about nothing. Yeah, like I would go back into a coma too. <laughs> Jason, yeah, she's just like talking to zero. I can't remember. Jason, shut up. I don't remember what Jason was saying. He's just, like, apparently just grinning and be like, hey, how's it? Jason, okay, maybe this is also a moment to note that almost all of the characters in this book felt a little off from, yes. like, how we've gotten to and know I them I think it's so because far. we don't really get any, other than Jaina, sort of, we don't really get any sort of inner, inner world of no. these characters that much in this book, as much as we've gotten in the others. No, they're not... No one's turning their gaze inward much yeah. at all here. It really, it felt like it, like it when a show that you've been watching for a while changes showrunners yeah. in between seasons. And it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the same, yeah, but. it's like the season six to seven Gilmore Girls. Yeah, <laughs> like, seasons off. Season <laughs> five through seven of the West Wing. Yeah. It's just like. Something yeah. feels weird. He's like, because they're trying to sort of imitate. Yeah, it's like you all look the before, same, right? You're the same characters, and you but... sound pretty much the same. But like, Jason is much more like a labradoodle than a person in yeah. this, and just real eager to make people happy. And I mean, he's nicer. He does seem nicer, but he also seems dumber, like dull. Yeah, yeah, kind of like a dull character. Tanel Cotton, Loey, who I think are often the most fleshed out characters. Do we even get Loey's perspective on this? I don't think at all. Yeah, we don't really get much Loey. And Tenoka is only thinking things we've seen her thinking before. before. There's no growth for any Anybody. of the characters. Other than Zach, who growth is maybe a strong. Growth. Yeah, okay, so while he's <laughs> in his coma, Zach is sort oh, of yeah, he has spirit like one questing. Of those, one of those Jedi. Yeah, but... He doesn't struggle with it nearly as much as no. most of them do. Like, no. the evil spirits of his past are like, hey, you want to be evil? And... Continue to be evil. Zach's like, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> We tried. <laughs> pretty much it. So, then he... Old Peckham gives Zach the lightning rod. Right. A very heartwarming yes, it's a very moment. Sweet, it's very sweet. sweet scene. And then he goes to Nth. What do you even say about... I don't know. So he goes to Enth, and he is going, I guess, to sort of find his past. Yeah. Did he know about the every eight years? He did. He did. He knew about the every eight years. So I... Because he was born... Right, he was eight when it last happened. He was a baby the first First time, time. and then he was... And then it it happened eight years later, so he was eight or nine. Right. And, and that's happening again. So every eight years, this planet is totally destroyed. destroyed. Like, not... Like uninhabitable. Like, not even... There's nothing left. Everything collapses into dust. Right. 
and then, then like, you rebuild so many people it die. from the ground mm-hmm. up right. every eight years. And the reasoning is, this is our home. Yeah. Just <laughs> and I mean, I have several <laughs> issues within. Um, I don't know which issue to raise <laughs> first. But okay, how about the fact that every time it happens, lots of people die? This yeah, happens and the, in incredibly predictable intervals. They know down to the day and the hour when well, it's going to start. Like they don't know which disaster is going to strike right. first, but they say, like, "All right, the planet's going to start collapsing in on itself right around this time. Around this time, mark it on your calendar." But they act like they've been caught off guard. Yeah, they act like they've been caught off guard. So it's not, to me, it's not the same as, like, you know, if there's a hurricane coming and people yeah. decide to sort of, like, buckle down and stay in their homes. Yeah, like, totally different. Because you, those are unpredictable. You don't know when they're coming. Yeah. We're both from coastal yes, areas. Yeah, so we have through some hurricanes. experience with hurricanes. And with hurricanes, you don't know for sure if they're coming until right. much come. later. Yeah, basically. And... You also, there is a wide range of possibility right. for the kind of damage that a hurricane can do. You you have if you, you may have reason to think, like, all right, a hurricane's going to come, but, like, we're just going to have some tree branches fall down and lose power. Right. It's not going to flatten right. everything right. into dust. Right. And, and there, and, you know, even that being the case that it's very unpredictable, there's still, like... Very systematic right. evacuation. Right, you still you plans in place. This you is what happens. Your, you get out your pre-cut plywood pieces and put them over your window. Right, you have a whole you know. You get out your your flashlights and you have fill the bathtub with water. Right. <laughs> you know exactly what to do if you stay and if you go. You know they're going to turn the interstate around. Everybody out. Right, like these are the locations where you can go. You know schools, hospitals, wherever. Yeah, to, they've got it all. They've got it worked out, and that's when you get like two days. Notice, right, like, right, and, and hurricanes like, definitely. Right, if they, if someone's like, all right, you know, on April fifteenth, right. every four years, there's going to be a category four hurricane. Right, you would, you would have a plan. How would you be like, oh, on oh, April thirteenth, you'd be like, <laughs> crap, oh, I need to pack up. Much less on April fifteenth, still yes. packing on April fifteenth. Be like, oh, you have eight. <clears throat> I forgot something in my house. I better go back to my house. You have eight years to plan a comp... And this has been seemingly happening since the dawn of time. Right. Like, you've had, you know, 18 times however long Star Wars Galaxy has been around to figure out how best to manage it. So even if you don't want to leave your planet permanently, which maybe I could understand, you at least know that, like... A week before this is going to start happening, you evacuate everyone, no matter what, no matter right. what kind of disasters are occurring. Everyone, you have a sail barge in the sky, right? You right. The idea that people barge. are just sort of like last minute scrambling. Right. What is wrong with this culture? So, so Zach runs into, oh, I forget his name. Some real old guy. Some real R. That guy's like Zach's age, though. Oh. Who's the old guy? They're not an old guy. <laughs> I think there's an old guy. <laughs> I really imagined him to be like 70. <laughs> no, I, 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 I was like, why? No, he's not sexy, but I think he's like 25 okay. or something like that. So he is in charge, kind of. Yeah. 
<laughs> and he has like a girlfriend. And he's got a name, but I don't remember what it he's is. He's got a name and she's also got a babe. Her name is like Cena? Cheyenne? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what's confusing because like, not that there's anything wrong with age difference in a relationship, but like, for a young adult novel, it's kind of weird that she was like a teenager and she was dating this like 70-something. Yeah, that's that was completely wrong. So anyway... Um, Rashtar and Cheyenne, yes, which are not their, their names. names. Yeah, yeah, like Rashtar something. Yeah, there's. Let's call it RNS. Yeah, RNS. So R has somehow become. Uh, apparently, R did a really good job helping with the evacuation eight years ago. Did he really? <laughs> it caught them all off guard before. Um, it doesn't seem like he did a great job because Zach's family is all dead. So, well, <laughs> as far as I could tell, the way Zach's family died is that they evacuated. They're like, "All right, here's our child. We've got right. him evacuated, right. but we forgot our photo album." Oh, one of those. The <laughs> Which is exactly what happened to Ed. Yeah. So they both. So the parents go back to like grab the last few mm-hmm. like material things from yeah. the house, and that's how they got killed. Like, if you are going to be part of this culture where every eight years everything is destroyed, maybe don't be a materialistic culture. Maybe yeah. this is a culture that needs to invest in a strong oral tradition or, yeah. I mean, it's Star Wars, so maybe, like, keep your mementos, digitize them and keep them in the cloud or right, right, something. Right. something. So, yeah, so there he's, he spends, like, a few days helping them. Helping them evacuate. evacuate. He's real good at it, which I don't know what that means. As but. far as I can tell, it means that you fly a spaceship back. It's like helping someone move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, back and forth. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's basically like a van. Yeah, which I've moved before. Yeah. And there's a pain. Yeah. But... But also the world is an ending. I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've had times when it's like, all right, I'm going to move, and, you know, we're getting the, the van's going to be here tomorrow morning, and I haven't put stuff in boxes yet. Oh, yeah. And, like, you stay up too late. But, like, if they said, okay, the van's coming tomorrow morning, and when it's when the van is scheduled to leave, this building will collapse in fire. Like, I wouldn't still be in the building. No, you'd be like, I got my box of essential things, and that's it. You're like, oh, this shelf full of books I'm never going to read again. I guess it's staying here. Right, right, right. Fine. Yeah. So, (sighs) so he's helping them. The last minute. The literal last minute. Literal last minute. Like, the disasters have already started at this point. They're like, oh, and they're still packing up as they're like, oh, a tidal wave just what and their their town names are all like New Hope yeah, Town. Yeah, and, yeah, like very like optimistic. Very <laughs> like, dark. Like no, a new like, New Hope Town. Yeah, a tidal wave just washed just washed away all of newest Hope Town. <laughs> Latest Hope Town. <laughs> Hundreds are de- thousands are dead. So yeah, so the very last minute, S is like, Oh, I forgot my papers <laughs> in my house. So she runs back into her house. Nobody's like, no, stop, don't. Zek is. Kinda. Zek's got a really bad feeling about it. Yeah, he has, like, a gut, like, a Not because that's exactly what killed his parents. Right, or that, like, that should be how you're feeling because the world is ending. Yeah, are you kidding me? Um, But it's just, like, a forced premonition. Yeah. But so she runs into the house. Oh, this is someone also, I don't know if this is important or not, but she's, like, a couple years older than he is. It's someone he remembers from his... You know, apparently not that many people live on it. Makes sense. Right, because they're all <laughs> <laughs> And, like, who would move there? Right. So, right, no, there's definitely, like, not like, most people remember each, <laughs> each other. other. Yeah, so he, he sort of remembers just kind of being, like, a bossy older. Yeah, I think he was, like, nine, she was, like, 13. Yeah, yeah, just a couple years. So, 
He also feels like a little bit of a connection. Right. Her. So, so he has a terrible feeling about it because of Dodoy. And <laughs> I had a terrible feeling about it too. Yeah, like you're running into a, like a burning building basically. <laughs> so she runs in to get, uh, the papers are plans for like the next house. Right. So she runs in <laughs> and the house collapses on her and she's crushed to death. And they dig her out of the rubble. Yeah, and I was like, I guess I gotta get another wife. <laughs> so she's like clutching right, these the plans. like blueprints yeah. of the house they were gonna, gonna build. build. Which like, I mean, she's dead now, so there's no point in arguing with her right. about it. But you've got a whole year, right? Just design a just design a house again. Design a new house, and he. So R is very like. Whatever, but like he's sad, but he's also like fatalistic. Yeah, like this is just like what happens. And yeah, I'll find a new wife, and maybe we'll uh, build a house with someone else. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Zek goes to him as they're like up in space, yeah. watching the planet just right eat itself. And Zek's like, "Why do you do this? Yeah. This is bananas." Yeah. And, and <laughs> R just sort of has this whole like to everything there is a season. Yeah. Turn, 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 yeah. kind of. Yeah. Reaction. And he's like, we'll have more babies. Like, people... Yeah, yeah, Zach's like, so many people have died. Yeah, and we're popping out kids. Yeah. <laughs> speak. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, more people have kids. And Zach says... But not... And Zach says, you know, <laughs> but all of this is gonna happen again in eight years. And ours just like, yeah, and then and we'll then go we'll and build again. a new plant. We'll do it again. And... Yeah, and Zach's like, that doesn't sound fun. <laughs> no, I'm out. Yeah. And then he decides, oh, I'll just be a bounty hunter. I feel like... Gotta say, though, I feel like everything happening on Inth might be a metaphor for what's happening just in the Star Wars expanded continuity <laughs> yeah. in general. Like just, stuff. like, people trapped repeating yeah. the same, same like, mistakes. choices and mistakes yeah. over and over. Same characters that are reappearing. Yeah, same things happening. Same, characters yeah. die, but it doesn't really mean anything. Right. New char- the same right, right, right. Or some other character will fill that role yeah. and come along. That is true. Just like <laughs> vicious cycle. Just a horrible mirror that sex <laughs> looking through into the universe he inhabits. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was just if you're that stupid. Yeah. And it seems like and they say like, well, this is our home. Right, which I sort of under you know, I understand. I don't know if I do. I like, I I think I don't know that I would you can get a new home. You can get a new home. I guess maybe it's also meant to tie in with the, like, Alderaan. Yeah, I'm for destruction. This kind of, this, like, theme of, of losing. Losing your home. home. But to me, like, and it would make sense if they, if they thought about it for a second and had figured out a plan. So we right. live on the planet for seven years. Six months before we know for sure <laughs> yes. it is being destroyed, we evacuate. Everyone. Right. The planet destroys itself. We rebuild for a year. It's like, like, I mean, that seems futile, but also makes sense. You're right. at you least build, getting the you, safety of your people. Right. And you can build a culture around that. You can build traditions. Yes. Around, around right. Like, yeah, that. rebirth and, like, no, like very that, symbolic. It, that can work. But the idea of, oh, oops, <laughs> we waited too long again. That's, like, procrastination. That's out of control. <laughs> the stakes are too high. It's like in college when I wait until like eight o'clock the night before a paper was due. It would be like that if you right, also if everyone if, died. If you also knew that everyone on your hall would die right, if the paper was late. Maybe how I should have thought about it. <laughs> That's motivation. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's procrastination, but 
Right, but lives are at stake. Their lives are at stake, and there's there is no excuse because we've seen from the Star Wars universe, it doesn't cost a lot of money to get on a spaceship and fly somewhere else. No, you can do that. It's basically getting a Greyhound bus ticket. Right, and also I think you and know, they lose everything. everything. Call the New Republic and say, can we have you know some funds or support? Yeah. Also, and this is maybe just pedantic, but they're referred to as colonists. These are the colonists. Yeah. Where are they colonizing from? I don't know. Like, who sent these people? Yeah. And maybe you should call them back. Right. This colony is not working out. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, what is their, like, trade? Do we know what they... They seem to be an agricultural planet. It's like the, when the planet is destroyed, the soil is, like, super fertile. Right. And they, like, re... I mean, you know, it sort of makes sense if you have a plan in place. If you have a plan, but they have no plan. They have no plan. It's <laughs> shameful. I, all right. I guess that's end. Yeah. Um, we should talk about maybe Yavin yeah. a little bit and then move on to so, the Boba Fett of it all. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. So first of all, rebuilding this temple a lot of problems. A nightmare. Well, first of all, hire a GD architect. Like, I am sorry. (laughs) You are children. Luke doesn't know anything about anything except sacred text. Hire (laughs) not giving any instruction. Luke is just like, do your best. (laughs) For your training now. It's just rebuilding. Rebuilding. He makes this huge speech, which I literally wrote in my notes, shut up, Luke, (laughs) about how you need to change and, like, be open to change and add a... Like adapting in the same way that MTD like adapts yes. to his like usefulness and like what are you talking about? <laughs> People have died, right? Yeah, because they say or Jaina says right out like the survivors are right. building. So right. like there are not there are people who didn't survive. Also, what happened to those people? Who you defeated in battle, who you captured, who know. are not Zek. I don't know. And are not repentant. I kept thinking. I, like, I don't know where this people are. Send them to Gem Diver Station. <laughs> they're all. They got a full prison complex from Gem Diver Including a medical. They're also, Lando also has, yeah, he has like a pirate crew or something at Gem Diver yeah, Station. Because like, he brought them to battle. Like, yeah. I Jeff Diver might be just like <laughs> need a lot of information <laughs> about Jeff Diver Station. Maybe we didn't get enough. I thought we had enough of Jeff Diver. I want to know to take that trip up to Jim Diver Station. Maybe Lando saw what was going on at the Jedi Camp and it's like, you know what, just as backup, like I'm gonna just build a medical facility. These kids need a place. <laughs> they need help to go. Jada Solo, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> This is not okay. So yeah, they're rebuilding with um, no plan. They're being awful to Raynar. They are. They are horrible to him. They are. He persecuting Raynar. Lived through a battle. Yeah. He stood up to insurmountable odds. He knew yes. it was essentially his doom, right. but he stood and up anyway. All they kept in everyone's head. Jaina's Tanelkaz keep thinking he's been humiliated. <laughs> like he, <laughs> yeah, they're like. This, the, yeah, they're just constantly, Raynar is less off, like, we don't hate Raynar as much now that he's been humiliated. Right, he's been, like, humbled. He's been humbled good. Yeah, his his robes are dirty, good, good, <laughs> he's learning about, <laughs> about being, like, the rest of us. Which, there's, like, a line, I think I wrote it, oh, maybe I didn't write it down. I like, he realized how, like, he's not as important as he thought he was. And right, that was it. Was that, was, that was from Jaina's perspective, yeah. was that Raynar's 
all finally realized he's not as important and talented as he always thought he was. I was like, we have characters who have an outsized opinion of how important and talented they yeah, are. Yeah, I know. It's it is you. A, it is you, solo children. Right. You four. <laughs> you four. Maybe not Loie. No, maybe not Loie. Loie seems like a pretty humble... But a humble Wookiee, like, but everyone else. Like, hey, Tinelka, I love you, but you literally yeah. lost an arm right, because yeah. you were so overblown on right. how, like, important and talented Which you Which she are. does sort of talk about throughout this book as right. being her. She's very self-aware of her. She knows. Like, but but leave Rainer alone. I'm sorry. Leave him alone. But like, <laughs> he did not do The only thing he did thing. was wear really nice clothes. He wears nice clothes <laughs> and asks questions during lecture because... <laughs> God help him. He wants to learn something yeah. at this school. I'm sorry Rainer is the only one who wants Everyone to learn. Everyone is so self-satisfied that he's, like, been knocked down a peg. Yeah. But, like, he didn't need to be no, knocked down a peg. It would be different if they ever gave us a moment of right. Rainer being, being like a bully or, or yeah. a bully he's or just, haughty. Yeah, he's just into his looks and yeah, very he's, proud of his culture. He's into his looks <laughs> and he's proud of his culture. And he is sort of, like, formal. He is sort of like yeah, he's like formal, a little sort of stuffy, sort of stilted, sort of stuffy. But that is not necessarily a character flaw. No, and you it's know, not a reason they hate somebody. <laughs> no, and it's something that, quite frankly, these solo kids could do with a little more of because they are so informal and so blind to circumstance that they cause Zuck to follow the dark side right. by just being socially awkward. Also, Raynar's family loves him because <laughs> when Han comes, he's like, no, 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 like your mom said, you know, stay don't here. run off. Right. You stay here. Where you'll be do safe. Your, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you do your schoolwork. Unlike the solos, who are like, you want to run off and yeah, like, have a nice time. Do whatever you want. This is like in a horror movie where presumably kids are going to their parents and be like, hey mom, I know there's a slasher on the loose right. who murders teenagers, but I'm going to a party. And they're like, okay, okay yeah, sure. <laughs> have fun at your party. That's the Han Solo parenting method. Yeah. So, uh, no, I was horrified by the way they're treating Raynar. Yeah. Um, and, and also could not quite understand why Raynar wasn't a bigger part. Of the, of the book. book. Like, why didn't they take Raynar with them to Alderaan? Or at least ask. He's also from Alderaan. Right. You know, it would be so effortless to be like, you know, this is also where Raynar's family is from. Right. And Which the book seems... It would be helpful to get his mind off of what he's been right. going through. Yeah, I just don't... I, 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 I was half expecting, in the middle of that stupid Boba Fett fight, for him to, like, pop out and be like, <laughs> I, like, smuggled myself on board. Yeah. But he... He really didn't play as big a role in no, the book as you would think, have. especially because they're after his father. Yeah, um, it's very weird. They're after his father, but we get basically nothing. You would even think maybe one of our characters, after Raynor's dad goes missing, would like sit down and talk to Raynor yeah. about what Raynor's going through yeah. and give Raynor an opportunity to talk about you know, yeah, his, his dad and his relationship and his feelings and his worries. No. no they could care less. They don't want to hear from you. <laughs> they hate Raynor so much for no reason. So, but Raynor is also almost crushed, before he even finds out his dad is dead, is almost crushed by falling rubble because there's no plan in rebuilding nope. this temple. Yeah, and Snoka... And Lowy save him. Lowy save him. Yes, which is good. He he seems to be a little. He he warms up to them a little bit. And but yeah, they need to bring in an architect. They need. I I wrote down structural engineer, but they need somebody. What they end up getting is Anakin. Anakin Solo, who at this point, you know, is probably not the worst idea. (laughs) But I was really confused about why Anakin came because basically Anakin comes and he says, "I have this idea." 
that maybe we could sort through the pieces of rubble and try to figure out where they went and then rebuild in that kind of purposeful way. Yeah. And everyone's right. like, you're a genius. Also, Lead us. It's like, how is that not what you, <laughs> you were, were doing? doing? We also get, I think, pretty solidly in this book, like, Anakin's, like, special force talent, which is puzzles. puzzles. <laughs> that was how he was braiding hair. Yeah. But he seems to be one of those people who can, like, expand the definition right. a lot. Yes. He he sees things and can kind of... He, he, he can understand... He can translate into a puzzle yeah, that yeah, he's yeah. got a lot right, of. Right, he has to figure out. He's very... He's such a sunny disposition. What a lovely child. <laughs> we don't get much of him, but he's a sweetie pie. Yeah, the gift that he ends up giving Leia, which is the sort of model. Of, he like builds a model of the temple right. from pieces of, of the, the temple. temple. Um, is so sweet and yeah, he's just a little sweetie pie. Just, and I was all about, about him. following his adventures. I'd rather watch him rebuild the temple. Yeah, <laughs> I would rather watch Anakin be like, no, no. That goes over here. Yeah. That would be more engaging than what we get. Oh, and also, so Anakin shows up with Han, and Han just comes, like, striding off the Millennium Falcon, like, hey, I've got bad news for you. Yeah. Your dad's you gone. <laughs> like, Wait, which one? You. <laughs> like, your dad's missing and maybe dead. Like, Han. Stay here. Yeah. Talk to him in private. private. Yeah, Han. Whatever <laughs> Han's job is, he's not doing a good job. <laughs> they are literally out on the landing pad. His radar's many bullies surround yeah. him. And Han's like, hey. Yeah, <laughs> guess what? You don't have a dad right now. Yeah. We'll see about getting you one soon. Yeah. I'll look for him, but who knows? <laughs> so, yeah. Like, why couldn't Raynor's mom call him? Yeah, or, like, have delivered a hollow message. Yeah, recorded a hollow message to give yeah. to I guess maybe, I mean, it seemed like Han was working directly with him. So maybe he felt like... I don't know. I don't know. Han, again, Han's job and, like, what his duties. He's a messenger boy. Like, he's, yeah. he's kind of bouncing between. Well, and at one point Han says, like, oh, well, I told him I didn't think this was a good idea. And Reynard's feeling defensive of his father, who he yeah. just found out was missing. And he was like, well, my dad listens to good advice. Yeah. And Han's like, maybe I didn't think my advice was good. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he said, but it's like, maybe your dad didn't think much of, like, a smuggler who married well or something yeah. like that. Which is weird. Passive aggressive, yeah. But also, <laughs> but also, I guess that we get it. That's the whole medieval logic, right? Yeah. Like Han doesn't really have something to do because he's kind of above his station because of his marriage, right? It's very like Han. It's very strange. And we do finally find out what at least one gift Han has gotten for Leia over oh, the yeah. years. It, it was like been, which is like of, pictures and art yeah, from Alderaan. Alderaan art, which seems like a reasonable gift. Yeah. Nothing too ostentatious. Yeah, not Corsica Jones. But again, and I've said this before, a lot of these books revolve around presents for, for Leia. Leia. <laughs> series should be called Presents for Leia. <laughs> it's all about what can you do yeah, for so Leia. Leia. So I guess maybe to take their minds off of what's going on in Yavin, they they are sort of talking about how it's very closely coming up to Leia's birthday, not Lou's birthday. <laughs> Just Leia's birthday. Just Leia's birthday. Um, and they want to do something special. And now that Tanelka has the ship, and Jaina is like very jealous. Right. No, Jaina, like, Jaina wants a car, essentially. Yeah, she and, wants a ship. She wants one. Tanelka, she's like one of these yeah. kids who wants a car so bad. And first, Loey got 
the Skyhopper, which right. I guess is like a moped in yeah. this metaphor. Kind of, yeah. Like and Jenna was like kind of jealous of that, but made the best right. of it. But Tinelcog got like gorgeous. Got a Ferrari. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, a disguised Ferrari. Yes, it kind of looks like junk on the outside, but on the inside has literally every yeah every possible. Well, they don't feature. really take advantage of it during their battle. Um, so they decide now that they have the ship. They ask Han, "Can we go? Can we go to Alderaan and grab a piece of our mother's destroyed planet?" You know, yeah, and three I mean, of her loved ones floating in space. Yeah, they even at one point <laughs> in the book when they get to Alderaan talk about how like. This the ghost, the ghosts of Alderaan, and they, this is like the graveyard for the bones of the dead yes. that have been ground into space dust and stuff. Like, it is horrifying, really macabre. Yeah, and it is, it is. And Han says, "Sure." He even says, "Like that sounds like a good gift." Like he says yeah, that she would I like that. Which I mean, they know her better than, better than I do, I guess. <laughs> but, but it, it seems, seems like, like a, a terrible, terrible gift. gift. It also seems like a dangerous. A very dangerous, like, flying into we the Alderaan. As far as we know, they've never flown any long distances by themselves. Right, no, and flying into... Into, like, a debris field, field is dangerous. Yeah, so, but he's like, yeah, just be back in three days and, like, call when you get there. Yeah. Basically. No, but the... This is a terrible gift. Yeah, like, it's a terrible gift is a terrible idea. This would be like if literally everyone you know had been killed in... The September 11th attack, yeah. and then 20 years later, someone brought you a piece of the World Trade Center. Yeah. Like, yeah. To remember everyone by. Right, right. Yeah, it's just, it's one of those gifts that, like, you'd have to know. I think it's one of those gifts that you should just, like, leave it to them. To them, right. If that's something that they ask want. Or, like, they say Leia ha- has not even, Leia, Leia's never been back. Right, which means that it's upsetting, the right? That it's, right. Like, like that she wants okay. to remember it. As intact, rather right. than being right, reminded so of a, a knocked off piece of it. <laughs> like it is. Also, to me, that seems like a much more like memorial kind yeah. of thing. Like I think, so I grew up on an island, and in our town, we like have a piece of the World Trade Center, yeah, like, near a fire station, and it's very much like a somber kind of right. Like, my town, a lot of people who commuted in and out yeah. of New York, like it's not like a personal it's not a birthday present no it's like a it's a memorial it's a remembrance right, right? it's a no a that's place very like on. in keeping with the like actual world trade center right, memorial right, in new right, york right. where they, i think they right. also have like a piece and they I think they have a piece in like the museum but yeah, these places museum. where you have the right the pieces it's not like i got you this right so you could <laughs> make maybe you could make it an earring yeah, yeah or it's like, very like I, yeah, I. It's shocking that that's something that they all think Leia would want, would love. It would make more sense if not as her birthday, just as in honor of her, they worked and arranged to bring back a large piece of the Alderaan core to establish like a public right, right memorial. Like memorial. Yeah, that's what course. But like, yeah, here's especially because there are other survivors of Alderaan. Right, it's not just something Leia lost. Right, right, right. something Rainar lost. lost. <laughs> right, so they. Don't ask Raynard to come with them. <laughs> no, maybe Raynard would be like, that's a terrible thing. Right, I'd really not like to see that. Yeah. Very much, which would make sense, but they don't even think of him. No. <laughs> no, they <laughs> so don't think they of go. him. So they go, and they run into Boba Fett, and... <laughs> Jaina does that thing that she did with Brackus. Where she, she tells you your story. <laughs> yeah, like, you 
bounty hunting my dad. <laughs> Jaina has a real tendency when she doesn't like someone. Yeah, to like recount to why them the family. Like, yeah. Like, why you're terrible. Yeah, like, I'm going to tell you your story. Yeah. You're that bounty hunter. Uh, <laughs> we both just like, I know. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I remember so, being a bounty hunter. is this actually Boba Fett? I don't remember. I feel like it's not. I don't think it's Boba Fett either. I think it's maybe his daughter. But if it's not, like... But I think we're, suppo- we're supposed to We're definitely supposed Bo- to think it's Boba Fett. That is 100% Boba Fett. Because we get Boba Fett's perspective. Thinking of, but I think thinking of himself as Boba Fett. I'm I, I'm sure we're going to learn more about this as we go through these books. But my remembrance is that Boba Fett is much, like, very different from the prequels version of Boba Fett. Right. Is, like, a persona that gets like taken. Santa. Kind of. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like the Dread Pirate Roberts. Right? Yeah. So, like, you and <laughs> which I think is the second time we've mentioned Dread Pirate Roberts on this podcast. But, like, you take on... That it is a, uh, a sort of like larger than life persona that you adopt. Persona that that because the words Boba Fett sort of come with such weight, and he's right. this like legendary bounty hunter that you take on that. That is my uh, that could be making that up. I mean, I guess that that would make sense. Or it's like like Batman. Or yeah, right, like right, that. Right. That like when you're wearing the cowl, you think of yourself as Batman. As Batman, yeah, yeah. Even if. For reasons yeah. like, even if Dick Grayson is being Batman right, right. now, yeah. while he's Batman, or like James Bond, right? There's a James Bond for every generation. There's right. a Boba Fett for every generation. It's a different that raises questions about the continuity of James Bond. No, <laughs> okay, so but regardless, so if this is not, and this also, I guess, taps into larger things about Boba Fett, like, is Boba Fett cool, or is Boba Fett a doofus? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he seems like a big doof. Like, Which is, like, why you do not want the perspective of Boba Fett. Like, no. that scene where we get him sort of talking to himself, slash, like, ignoring right. someone who's trying to talk to him, um, and he's just like, Boba Fett's inner monologue is just like, doo doo doo. It's like, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. I'm Boba Fett. Boba Fett. And he plays into that, like, Jumpire Bobber's thing, right? You're like, I'm the coolest bounty hunter in the galaxy. That is a more complicated thought than any thought that happens to Boba Fett, who is just hearing his name set to music over and over. Like, I get it. Boba Fett's a bounty hunter. But he could have any other characteristic. Yeah. Like. But uh, that's the problem, is that, like, Boba Fett, why he's, you know, I think so popular in Empire, right, is that you do not get any information about no, this character. he just looks cool. He looks cool. He says barely two sentences. Yeah. And that is it, right? We have no background. We right. do not know who this person is. No, he's, like, methodical. He's smart. Right. He seems to just not care about anything. Like, right. He's just he's just doing his just job, doing his getting paid. In right? and out, Boba Fett. You do not want to see Boba Fett driving <laughs> in the car on his way to Bounty Hunt. And, like, he doesn't listen to music. No, he doesn't. he's just, like, patting himself on the back, being like, it's great Boba to be Boba Fett. Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett. And, like, like, every thought he has is about being Boba Fett, being Boba Fett yeah. and Bounty Hunting. 
talks about, like, and he thinks about himself in the third person a lot, yeah. like, when someone fires on him, or, like, he's talking, it's like, oh, I have this thing, it's against the law, but Boba Fett doesn't follow the law, Boba right. Fett follows the bounty hunter's right. code, because yes. Boba Fett is a bounty hunter, right. Boba, Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett. Who's Boba Fett? Uh, Boba Fett. <laughs> Who has two thumbs and it's Boba Fett. This guy. <laughs> yeah, he's really self-satisfied with being Boba Fett. So, like, I hope it's not Boba Fett. Yeah. Because right, that was very damaging to his, his image. <laughs> it's like, Boba Fett has a lot of fans and yes. in the Expanded Universe is cool. Because in the movies, he shows up, he captures Han with a lot of help from Darth Vader and right. delivers him to Jabba and then very quickly is eaten by the Sarlacc. Yeah. Embarrassingly. Yeah. Yeah. Embarrassing. Like someone accidentally knocks him into yeah. the star in like a <laughs> in like a Rube Goldberg comedy of manners. Yeah, and then you get digested for a thousand, thousand years, years, which yeah. I always have questions about. Yeah. neither here nor there. But here's Boba Fett. Like he he got he out escapes, right pretty pretty quickly. Yeah, he, he killed the star or something. Yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> this Boba Fett is like and dumb. Yeah, real dumb. Because basically, what happens is. The kids come, they get the piece of Alderaan, and they radio out to Han, and they're like, oh, hey, Dad, um, like, mission accomplished, we're on our way back. Right. And Boba Fett then captures him and is like, you said mission accomplished, and I'm sure that your mission was doing something for, for Born and Thal. Right. So you need to tell me where right. Born and Thal is, because I know that you know. Yeah. And they're just like, what? <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. We don't know where Born and Thal is. is. We're and children. <laughs> and Janet explains to Boba Fett who he is. Yeah. And then Boba Fett says, well, if you don't know where Born and Thal is, right. your dad Fett. knows where Born yeah. and Thal is. So I'm going to get your dad to come here. Right. I'm going to call your dad. <laughs> call your dad. <laughs> they say, like, our All dad right. doesn't know where Born and Thal is. Like, yeah. I'm going to call your dad anyway. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. And they act like this may be. They act like there's this huge, like, long-standing, like, an ongoing grudge like between family, feud. Han, family feud between Han Solo and Boba Fett. And I get why Han Solo might be kind of spiky towards Boba Fett right. with the Carbonite yeah, and the Jabba thing. But Boba Fett doesn't really have any reason to have hard feelings towards no. Han. There was a bounty on him. He captured him. Right. He got the money. He got the money. End of story. Yeah. Like, nothing personal there. And really, Han, you know... There were a lot of warnings. Yeah. Han knew there was a bounty on him. Han had a lot of years where he could have paid that. Right. Not. That, like, there's not really any reason for Han to take it so personally. No. Any of them to take it personally. Either. Like, it's bounty hunting. No. Zek says, like, I'm going to go into bounty hunting, and they're not like, oh, you're a monster. No, yeah. I don't think bounty hunters are necessarily, like, you can work for evil people as a bounty hunter, but right. like, you're, there's a code. Like, Yeah. Bounty Hunters code. Bounty Hunter code. It's like, is this like a pirate code? Is I think it is like a pirate like code. Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean. Like, I think they're they have like, yeah, this part like <laughs> you have like bounty hunters. I think good, really good. At least in the Star Wars universe, really good bounty hunters follow this like very strict right code. And no matter who you're working for, right, the code sort of comes yeah first. Um, which is why I think when Zach decides to be a bounty hunter, nobody's like, what? <laughs> yeah, they're just sort of like, all, all right. right, yeah, could be a good job for you. Yeah, I guess. Go go find Born and Fall. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, maybe we should talk about the rock dragon a little bit, because... Oh, yeah. <laughs> the rock dragon is like a... Tom Chum must have spent weeks 
And did she do it? Because the way they talk about it, and, like, I know she didn't, but the way they talk about it, or Tanoka talks about it, is, like, oh, my grandmother, like, put that in there. Like, she definitely put in... Yeah. Like, contingency plans. Contingency plans, illegal equipment, tons of weapons. Like, does Tanoka know a lot about, like, ships? Yeah, she's, like, mechanic. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like... Ta Chum just like brought in a team of right, people just... and set, asked them like what are all of the things that could go on a spaceship right. and then said yes or no yes, to each individual thing. thing. Yeah. And they people like, well, you could have whatever kind of a slicer it yeah, was. Yeah, like slicers they had. like, well we could put in a slicer, but like and they but that's illegal and yeah. all it does is give you like stolen information about someone else's ship yeah. and I'm not sure like now put in that, put in that. Yeah. no we want put that in, yeah. put that in put this in put that in not yeah, that cool. yeah that's an amazing ship I what was the intention was the intention that Tanel Ka would fly the ship it is modified so that she could fly she could fly right with, the with one, one arm, arm. So yeah, it's again touch um yeah, but it seemed as far as I could tell, and it's not exactly what they said, but as far as I can tell, what happened is that Isolde and Teninial like fine, you can stay at this school, but I'm we you are gonna have a ship so that yeah. next time an army is coming you can, can leave. leave yeah you can bring your friends if you want to but next time there's an invading army right, at your school yeah. please get on ship get on your ship yeah. and leave. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right, because it's not just her grandmother, it's her parents who are also... Wanting her to accept giving the, her the, the ship. The ship. Um, it was a great moment, sort of later, in the sort of battle between Boba Fett and the kids, where Jaina's like, I really should have read the directions. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I knew more of what the ship could do. Yeah. Because it's got, like, every... Because she gets the ship, and they, like, hours later... Right. Get on the ship and fly... To Alderaan. To Alderaan. Like, there's no prep. Right. They don't this. go through and figure out all the things the ship can do. And right. the ship can do all kinds of... Yeah, they... When Boba Fett does the slicer thing yeah. on their data system, they somewhat... Someone's like, oh, you have to be like... It's illegal, and you have to be like a high roller to have one, and blah, yeah. blah. And someone calls like, well, a high roller who doesn't care much about the law happened in this ship. I bet we have one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Which, this all just made me love Todd Chum more. And also makes it seem very much like Todd Chum loves her granddaughter. Loves Tinoka because yeah. some of this extra stuff is not just like about preserving the air of the state the safety of the air. It's about right. giving Tinoka a badass ship. Right. And like a, but, just because you, you want her to have the best. Right. And when it comes to like battles, the upper hand on yeah. like a lot of things. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I was a big fan of how much effort yeah, Tachum put yeah, into like the every other paragraph in that. No, it was, fight. it was almost like, oh, like becoming like a Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, oh no, we definitely we have that. Yeah, because, we got that. We got that. She, that. she totally put this yeah. in. Um, there's a lot of uh, in that scene or the scene in Alderaan with Boba Fett. A lot of callbacks to like at some point to Alka. They like change some of the words, but she basically says like the same thing that Obi Wan says when Alderaan. Right. Explodes like, right. You know, the ghosts yeah, cried out and they're suddenly silenced. Yeah. Um, that phrasing also is used in um, the Jedi Academy trilogy. At some point, there's a big disaster. Yeah, yeah. And Leia full on says, "Like it's as though millions of voices cried out and we're suddenly Jam. silenced." <laughs> loving, loving the lines. lines. Um, and they also hide. They they find a space worm, like a little baby worm. Yeah, which is weird. I mean, kind of, you know. 
And then they hide in an asteroid. Just like. Just like. And I was like half expecting them to actually hide in the space space worm. And Jason even kicks the wall to make sure it's it's not a space worm. Um, So lots of callbacks to. And the callback that I found the most (laughs) bananas was when Han shows up. Yeah. And he yells yeehaw over the calm. And I was like. Your children are in there's danger. No, there's not a reason to yell yeehaw yeah. right now. No. Right now. <laughs> this pauses that Han is just yelling yeehaw nonstop. Whenever he's flying the Millennium Falcon, he's yeah. always like, yeehaw! Yeah, maybe. Just him and Chewie. I mean, like, I would. Yeah. But, yeah, when he shows yeah, up, crazy. the battle is over. There's no one around. The kids are just floating in a disabled spaceship. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're just like, yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> this is not an appropriate time to say yeehaw. Um, what else? Um, it's not Luke's birthday. It's not Luke's birthday. <laughs> Luke and Leia are this twins. Is, and they have like a banquet on Yavin. They come to Luke's house yeah. to not celebrate his birthday. birthday party at his house <laughs> on, on his birthday. <laughs> Not celebrate his birthday. It is the craziest thing that's maybe ever happened in these books. He doesn't deserve a birthday. I mean, he doesn't. Like, he doesn't. He's but they, not that's not the reason they don't do that. Why. It's because they've completely forgotten <laughs> that, that they're twins birthday. and it's also How do his you birthday. Forget your twins' birthday. And it's like the kids. It's like Leia, too. Yeah, she's not, like, oh, she's did you get anything from the Lou? Like, maybe we should have He's some. He's sitting there at the table <laughs> and they all present Leia with her gifts. Yeah, wish her a happy birthday. <laughs> it was the craziest thing. Oh, uh, it's mind-boggling. It's his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> at least, like, maybe he doesn't want gifts. Like, Jedi yeah. don't have a use for gifts. But you at least say, hey. Happy birthday, Uncle Luke. Yeah. And we sort of started talking about this yesterday. But how do, like, birthdays. How do you measure a birthday? Again, going back to Star Trek. There are star dates. Like, you yeah. be very clear. I don't know how they work, but I, I know that there's a but there's system a, of time. there's a standardized calendar that everyone right. has access to. So you might have your own particular, like, dates and right, time but there's on your star, planet, but there's a, right, like a larger one. Yeah. But, yeah, we don't have... If you're celebrating on Yavin, how does a birthday... Uh, how does a birthday from Alderaan translate to Yavin? Right, or, or how do they even... So maybe... Maybe they're celebrating her... Alderaan birthday, which, like, would maybe be the day she was adopted, or... Yeah, I mean, people do celebrate adoption days, but... And that's the reason why Luke... It's not Because how would Luke and Leia even know when their birthday is? What their birthday is. is. Well, we know so little about... And this is, again, not taking the prequels into account. But Leia said in Return of the Jedi that she has memories of her biological mother. And I think that's... If I remember correctly, in the novelization of Return of the Jedi, like the original one that came out uh, when the movie came out, there is more detail about that. Like it's very clear in that iteration that she does remember yeah. her mother. So, so maybe she did know her so birthday. Maybe she had knew her birthday, and maybe Luke. And maybe like they just never bothered to tell Luke <laughs> his birthday. <laughs> then Leia was like, you know what? I want I'm something that's I want yeah. something that's just mine. Right. <laughs> and he doesn't seem to have noticed that we're twins. Right. Because we're twins, we have the same birthday. Right. So, so yeah, whatever. Yeah, maybe maybe they didn't maybe on Tatooine they didn't celebrate birthdays or they just celebrated Luke's adoption day yeah. rather than 
a birthday. I could stay on the low and just like not being into birthdays. Yeah. And Peru being like, oh, well, let's just like do a little something. Oh, yeah, like a little a little cupcake or something. Yeah. <laughs> Cole was like, do cupcake. we have yeah. Like even his own birthday, Uncle Owen yeah. was just like, oh, like, no. No. Uncle Owen does not put on the pointy paper hat. No. Uncle Owen begrudgingly blows out a candle. <laughs> yeah, and Jaina says that she prepared a speech, but she forgot it when she was going to present her mom. I was like, uh, you yeah. prepared a speech yeah. to give your mom, mom a birthday, birthday present? present? Yeah, the birthday. I'm going to prepare a speech on my mom's birthday. She would be really Leia confused. With, like, kick gloves. Like, Leia, yeah. in a way that's, to me, doesn't seem in line with her character. No. Like, we gotta buy Leia a ton of gifts. Like, that right. is a plot point that has happened. Multiple times. Multiple times in the series. Buying Leia gifts. Making sure Leia... Yeah, you don't want to hurt Leia's feelings. You right. don't want to upset Leia. It's sort of like emotional well-being. Yeah. Everyone seems to dance around. Yeah, Leia's taking the destruction of the temple really hard. Right. Leia's sad about this. You know, to me, Leia, when... She didn't seem very fragile. No. It's <clears throat> just... Doesn't seem like a, char- a character who would certainly appreciate a gift, but yeah. it's not someone you need to think of, a, like, elaborate... I feel like you would have to remind Leia that it was her birthday. Yeah, she's running the entire galaxy. Who are those people on Earth? <laughs> she's got a lot going on. Yeah. You know, I... It does seem like the... the other than them ignoring Luke, it does seem like <laughs> a nice sort of family moment. Yeah. At the end, but... It's so much geared around, like, oh, let's make Leia yeah. happy. Let's give her, let's shower her with gifts. No, which... like, the, the, like, Leia's, being a princess is always, like, pushed to the foreground right. in a way that it never was, never was before in the and, movies. And it, it, it. I continue to be unsatisfied. Yeah. With, we have yet to meet, it, we have yet to see a Leia on the page that I felt yeah. was right. And I do think courtship, like, that sounded the dialogue, right. but, the but the choices were not. Were not. And I wonder... And the inner monologue yeah. was not. You know, when we'll get to a series. Because it's... I don't remember that being consistently... Like, being a consistent problem. No. In the expanded universe. But, I'd be interested to see how that... How that goes. Yeah. Because... So far... It's weird. Loves, loves getting gifts. Yeah, even in courtship, she gets all those gifts. That's... Courtship... It was nothing it's but a gift giving contest. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I, it's just where did they get that from? This is very strange. Did, I don't think Leia receives a single gift in any movie. No, I don't think so. Like, she's got a lot going until on. Until Last Jedi, when Luke gives her some not even there dice. Yeah. But like, I think that's the only time someone gives, gives her, her something. Right. And that's like, you know, Sim- that's, that's a sentimental. Sim- it's that symbol- is- like, here's a, here's something that symbolizes our friend, your partner who has died right. that I give to you at this, the moment before my death. Right. Like, and it's not like an expensive anything. No, and she leaves it. Right. She knows it's like, right. not it doesn't really mean, there. Right, right. And it's, it's about like, the sentiment of the right, moment, right. not about the material right. thing. The memory of her partner. Yeah. And her friend. Like, this Leia, yeah, just doesn't, just doesn't compute. And I mean, I do appreciate that we don't get too much Luke. It <laughs> helps. Um, it does sort of help. But and the sort of I, I do want to know a little bit more about like the relationship. Yeah. The family. I know we're gonna get when we get into some of the more one-offs and and trilogies in the expanded universe a lot more of 
like how they're raising their kids, which seems to be a lot of like, oh, they got kidnapped again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, what's what's next is Diversity, Diversity Alliance. Alliance is next. Yeah. I feel like I remember a lot of Diversity Alliance. So I'll be really interested to see. Yeah. My memories have been wrong. Oh, so yeah. many I, times. This book was mind boggling. <laughs> how much really, I didn't remember. I was really surprised. I didn't remember the nothing that happened. I had Nth with. I didn't remember anything about it. I didn't remember anything about it. This must not have been one that I reread. Yeah. Much. Um. So yeah. So our cover for. Diversity Alliance. Raynor made the cover. Raynor did make the cover, and they, the artists, hate as well Raynard as the authors, just as much as everyone else, hate Raynor. He is like pink faced. His hair is real dumb. His hair is like super spiky. He looks. He looks ter- like he's wearing some sort of sweater. <laughs> he, just, he looks like he has a cold. Yeah, he his his nose hair. Really it looks like he just woke up and <laughs> has a cold. Has a cold. <laughs> I feel really bad. And I'm like, no, we're doing the cover today. <laughs> um, and then Tanel Ka is missing. Yeah, Raynor cover. Tanel so Ka's spot. Jaina, Raynor, Loey, um, and Jason, and a Wookiee is very a prominent on the cover. Wookie. A female Wookiee. Sort of Maybe it's Sira because Maybe she's got the the patches shaved in yeah, the fur, yeah. which is what Sira had um, on some sort of like planet with. Towers or castles. There's a lot of chains. She looks like like a pirate Wookiee. She does kind of look like a pirate Wookiee. She's a blaster and a head headband. Yeah. So yeah, so diversity lines is very briefly mentioned, but without any kind of context. Yeah, what what it is exactly, but um, yeah. We'll see. See how that goes. All right. See you next time.